This is Bunny Michael, and you're listening to Exo Higher Self Advice and Healing, the podcast where you ask me for advice and I help get you to the place within yourself where you already have the answer. The truth is we all have a deep wisdom inside of us that's not easy to access in a world of trauma, chaos, and bias conditioning. Connecting with your higher self is the process of peeling back those layers to recognize you've always been enough and you deserve so much more than you realize. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode. I'm so happy that you're here with me. It is early morning where I'm at. I woke up at like 5.30 in the morning. I recently moved out of my office space, so I'm recording this from my house, and there's thunderstorms outside, so if you hear some rain, just be pre-warned. It's been a really rainy summer up here in upstate New York. Um, there's been some really hot days, but it's also been raining a lot and flooding and stuff like that. Um, but it feels nice and cozy in here and I'm really glad to be here. This week's episode is a really interesting one because we're going to be talking about partnership and how to navigate decisions that are, mm, triggering in some ways, difficult in some ways, controversial in some ways. And when you have a difference of opinion, how do you find common ground? How do you talk about it? So without further ado, let's get into it. Dear Bunny, I hope you and your loved ones are well. I wanted to ask about a topic that has been on my mind and hopefully hear your perspective. Since the pandemic began, I have consistently worn masks and gotten vaccinated and boosted. In 2022, I fell in love with my current live-in partner. Throughout our relationship, I have realized how important it is to continue taking COVID precautions. However, my partner has become more lenient about mask wearing. In my community, at work, and with our housemates, I often find myself being the only one masking. I have talked to my partner about masking in grocery stores or pharmacies, especially for high-risk individuals. We have agreed that she won't wear a mask to work, but lately she has been getting irritated when I offer her a mask when others aren't masking. I also feel like the odd one out in these spaces because I choose to wear a mask. However, what sets us apart is that I have immersed myself in research about new COVID variants, the potential long-term complications, and how many disabled or immunocompromised individuals can't go out in public without masks. I worry about getting sick. Recently, my partner's grandfather, housemate, and best friend contracted COVID, so I know it's still a real threat. I feel frustrated when public officials celebrate the pandemic as being quote unquote over because it feels like gaslighting when globally someone dies every four minutes of COVID as of May, 2023. I want to have ongoing conversations with my partner about this issue. However, serious discussions often feel catastrophic for her in our relationship since she struggles with rejection sensitivity dysphoria. I try to understand her perspective by engaging in conscious somatic co-regulation, asking questions, and summarizing her points to understand her well. 
but often she becomes too emotional to ask how I feel in return or even express herself. She expresses her own concern about disappointing me, but the truth is I am feeling disappointed. I'm unsure how to work through this situation. Would love to hear from you. Thanks, Bunny. Sending love to you and everyone listening. Hello, babe. You know, you really bring up some good points about masking and how COVID is still a threat. Like you said, people are dying every day around the world from COVID. 300 per day in America alone. We still don't fully understand the long-term effects and people who are immunocompromised and disabled are at even higher risk. All very good reasons to still mask up in public. And your desire to do that comes from a real place of empathy, compassion, and wanting to keep you and your partner safe. It comes from a place of love. Sometimes in partnership, however, there's going to be disagreement with what makes people feel safe. The pandemic was and continues to be a collective trauma, not only due to the physical illness and its consequences, but also the emotional toll it took on all of us. We can all remember the shock we went through when it first began, the lack of definitive information, the dreadful news stories, So many of us lost loved ones or knew of people who did. There was also the fear of even leaving our houses, the political division it caused, the arguments online, the pointing of fingers, etc. We've all been through so much together and it seems like we haven't even begun to process it. According to the World Health Organization, nearly 7 million people worldwide have died from COVID-19 and over 1 million in the U.S., although some people say those numbers are most likely much larger. This is incredibly heartbreaking. It's been over three years of the pandemic, and we have all held this within our bodies, in our thoughts, and it's been very, very difficult for all of us. We are all burnt out. How we cope in this situation moving forward is a personal choice. And it seems to me the issue of masking to you is not only the morally right thing to do, but it also gives you a sense of control from an otherwise uncontrollable threat. The mask is a source of safety for you on a physical and emotional level. Like you said, you still have a lot of fear of getting sick. I think it would be helpful to wrap your mind around how masking might not be the same source of comfort or safety for other people, including your partner. Masking is a constant reminder of threat, disease, dying. It's also a trigger of the trauma of COVID, the judgment, the blame, the fear, the burnout. I'm not saying this is the correct way to think about masks or the incorrect way, but I want to acknowledge that not wanting to keep wearing them isn't just people not caring about the health and safety of others. It's also the desire to not live in an activated fear state. 
it's also the very human desire to move past something that for three years has been so devastating. I think if we collectively actually started to process our trauma over the past three years and acknowledge the toll it's taking on all of us and began healing the blame and the division, then masking wouldn't continue to be the symbol of that trauma. But with nowhere to go, these feelings and experiences we hold within us often get compartmentalized in places that serve as representations. When we are in relationship, especially long-term committed relationships, we're not always going to agree on the choices we make at any given time to feel safe and happy. Maybe we were once on the same page about something and then things change and people change. For example, let's say you were vegan together because you both agreed it was in alignment with your morals, with how you want to exist as a human on this planet. But then your partner decides that they no longer want to be vegan. Their priorities have changed. Can you accept them even if they are no longer a vegan? Does that change mean they are no longer a caring and compassionate person in your eyes? or are no longer a good partner to you? Does needing them to make a choice because it's the choice you want and you believe in, depriving them of their own autonomy, individuality, and authenticity? As humans living on this planet at this time, we are constantly in situations where our decisions impact the well-being of others. Should I or should I not order from Amazon? Should I or should I not rent that apartment in that gentrified neighborhood? Should I or should I not be composting? Should I or should I not be vegan? Should I, should I or not order that iced coffee in a plastic cup that I will only use once? We make these decisions based on our level of awareness and navigating a systematically unjust world, an unjust healthcare system, mired in racism. I mean, we could go on and on and on. Some decisions we're willing to compromise on and some we're not. I think what could be helpful for you and your partner is to approach the issue of masking with the awareness that it doesn't hold the same meaning for your partner as it does for you. That it isn't about right and wrong, but how you relate to the issue. This insecurity of rejection in your partner is compounded when you take an issue like masking and turn it into a character flaw, turn it into something that represents the kind of person someone is on a whole. And therefore, if you reject their choice, you reject them. So separating what makes you comfortable with the decision to mask And who the both of you are and why you love each other is essential. You could be disappointed that your partner doesn't fully agree with your choices or you don't fully agree with theirs, but that doesn't mean you're disappointed in them. Navigating partnership is also easier when we first come from a place of understanding 
that we can't expect people to see things that the way that we do. Even if we come with a list of facts and statistics, if the pandemic taught us anything is that it's never as simple as black or white. People are complex. Their choices are complex. Their motivations are also complex. How they relate to the world is complex. The more we allow someone to be exactly who they are, the more they feel seen. And the more they feel seen, the easier for them to feel safe, to be vulnerable and honest and share their feelings. Right now, it sounds like your partner is having a very hard time opening up to you for fear of your criticism. Now, that might not necessarily be directly because of you, but because of their past, as you explained, the dysphoria dysphoria that they're working on. I'm wondering what it would look like for you to let them choose for themselves if they want a mask or not in all of these situations. Like, not offering a mask to them because when you offer it it doesn't seem like they feel okay saying no it feels like they feel pressure to say yes which has led to some resentment hence the look of irritation on their face what would it look like if you let them do what they want to do instead of what you want them to do i think that would be a signal to them that they don't have to fear your criticism, even if you disagree. And if that's something you you cannot do in terms of this is a boundary you cannot compromise on, which is entirely your choice, I don't think your partner's fear of judgment or rejection isn't a bit warranted, correct? I don't think that them feeling worried or scared that they disagree with you on this and you will still accept them, you know, I think that that's a valid concern on their part, if that is the case. You have a really big heart and are an extremely loving and caring person and a loving and caring partner. I know your desire to keep them safe, keep both of your of you safe comes from love, comes from care, comes from something you deeply believe is the right thing to do. And I would never want you to diminish um, or, or stifle that part of yourself. I also think that sometimes in relationships, we can get caught up in roles, the leader, the follower, the one who openly talks about feelings, the one who avoids them or shuts down, the one who communicates when something is bothering them, the one who is more passive aggressive with their communication. And when those roles set in, a great way to get unstuck is to stop assuming that role. Maybe you don't know what is best for them. Maybe what's best for you isn't best for them. Maybe you have already explained your point of view on mask and don't need to keep explaining yourself more, don't need to keep sharing more and more research. And that actually frees up your partner in their confidence and feeling like what they think or what they want, even if it's different than what you think or what you want, doesn't make it wrong. I really hope this is helpful moving forward. And again, 
I want to emphasize that having a boundary where you want a partner that does agree with you on this very important issue is your right. There are some things we don't compromise on. Whatever your decision is and how to move forward, let your higher self be your guide in knowing that within all of us, our needs are valid and important. And the more we accept each other, the more we see the validity and worth in all of us, then we can really, really come to a place of understanding and and moving forward. I'm wishing you and your partner all the best. Take care. I'm really, really glad that um, the listener sent in that question because it brought up such a good point about COVID and the suffering and the difficulty and the challenges that we still face around it. And it's very tempting to try to just not think about difficult stuff because you're trying to cope, you're trying to survive, you're trying to be happy. It's understandable. And that's why we need to have good boundaries from the news, good boundaries from social media, things like that. We need to make sure that we take care of our hearts and our minds. And at the same time, we do create space for thinking about the more challenging aspects of our world and how we can exist in that and how we can be representations of love within that. And I do think we all have a different role to play in that. And we make choices based on where we fit in that role. So I don't think one way of living in the world is more correct than another way of living in the world. I think what makes somebody come from love and their choices from love is going to look differently on people. I remember when social media became a very large part of telling people what to do and what they're doing wrong um, and bringing awareness to social justice issues. And it was amazing and it continues to be amazing because it's awesome how people are putting their emotional labor out there to educate people um, because they're passionate about, about peace and harmony and justice and healing And then at the same time, I realized that some people communicated things in a certain tone that, you know, I, it was hard for me to listen in those tones. Um, And then I would feel like bad that I didn't want to hear it that way, that my sensitivity made it difficult. And I think probably related to my childhood and being in trouble a lot or being yelled at a lot or feeling like I'm never doing things right a lot. So it was like triggering to hear um, communication in that style. And then I realized that it's okay because some people need it in a certain way and some people don't. And we all represent different parts of that stage, right? So for some people, it's really inspiring and lights a fire in their butt to like, hear those types of 
that type of tone and, and communication and, and, and that type of style of activism. And then for some people, it's that it's way more easy to get the information when it comes out in this like gentle, soft place. And there's room and space for both of that. So in terms of how we get our information, how we voice love, how we represent it, everybody has different needs. And a lot of that is based on their past experiences, uh, how they relate to the world, how they relate to language, all of that stuff. So yeah, we have different needs. We have different styles. We have different inspirations, different things that work for us. But ultimately, we're all on the same path. We're all just trying to love ourselves, to create a loving world, and do the best that we can. So let's just continue to support each other, and there's room for all of it. All right, babes, take care of yourself. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much for being here. I love you so much, and so does your higher self. I'll see you next time. Bye.